Sammy's Vanilla Oose, aka Sam Owens. <laughs> Sam Owens. Sam Owensine. Samoa Zane. If they call him that, I'm fucking done. Samoa Zane. I still need to watch that intro. Is Jay still acting a fool with him? Yeah. <laughs> like the the way it broke down, it was perfect. Like you knew what was coming, and they set it up for the payoff of the whole angle, which I think is gonna be pretty fucking cool. But yeah, Roman Roman did the whole setup. Like take the shirt off, take the fucking. Why do you have our shirt on? Take the shirt off. And I don't ever want to see you in that shirt again. There's, like you think he's about to get the thumbs down, ass kicking, and and then he's hesitant about taking the shirt off and trying to explain, hey, you know, is this a joke or like he's you know showing concern. And then Jay just runs up and starts ripping the shirt off his ass. It's like, bitch, take the shit off. <laughs> and because Jay, you know, Jay been with the shit yeah, the whole storyline. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so then, so then Roman plays the benevolent, you know, leaders like because we got you another shirt. Tossing the shit in this black and red honorary oose, and he puts it on. Crowd pops heavy, like on some like they love this shit. Yeah, and, and he hugs. <laughs> He um he daps up uh Jimmy because you know they got this fucking handshake. Hug solo. He goes over to Jay and it's like it's that like bitch don't touch me. I, I thought your whole ass was gone. And then this big ass hug for Roman and shit. Like it it's cool cause you know where it's going. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a match for acknowledgement, bro. Just here's, I show here for Jay. Nah, I feel like at some point they're going to pull the trigger and kick his ass out. Here's my thing, though. Here's what I think would be dope. Instead of them kicking him out, you really want to make Sammy on some G shit? Sammy should be the mole. Like, after everything, being honorary Oose, being part of the gang, all that shit. He's a mole. And he double crosses. I don't know who the fuck ever. Whichever one out of the group you want to pick, because I mean, if you wanted to save it for WrestleMania, it would be some dope shit if he turned on Roman then. But you know who's bulletproof through all this more than anybody else? Jay. Because Jay won't be in the way when he comes out and says, I told you so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he's going to have his moment. He's going to have his opportunity to be like, I told you this guy was trash. I told you he was trash. It's going to be that I told you so moment. But yeah, uh, Sammy turning in a situation that like benefits Kevin Owens and they end up back to back as you know sort of a tag team type faction that might be some cool shit cause you need somebody who's gonna take these belts off the Usos at some point Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is actually a better option than most you don't have a tag team that fuck with them, fucks with them right now the Street Profits have taken too many L's to them Alpha Academy is essentially a joke now. Um, the Viking Raiders can't stay healthy long enough to get any type of momentum. They've done New Day versus the Uso so many times that even though the match would be fantastic, what what else can you do? Like pull out a fucking scaffold from '87? <laughs> Let's hope not. 
Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Vic, what else can Vic what else Grimes can they do? comes to mind. They've done it all. <laughs> you say what? Vic Grimes comes to mind. <laughs> Jim Cornette comes to mind for me. For that too. Uh, Blow out both knees. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. I am Wood. Made daily with organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken pencil logic. You stay classy, internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. It feels like forever since we did this, but uh, today is Saturday, September 24th. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 22. Amen. Big shouts out to Bubba's Brewhouse in uh, Durant, Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? You can't ban the snowman. We had a, Never. We Never. Had a ball out there in Texoma. Uh, True. They, True they shouts out to all of the lovely ladies and gentlemen of at Texoma Pro Wrestling for having us and welcoming us into your venue. We got we got red carpet treatment in that hole, didn't we? I mean, yeah, yeah, very much so. Prime placement. Uh, yeah, high level of of care. And, and comfort we were we were very well taken care of we were handled like the stars that we are and of course <laughs> where the gang goes the gang, the gang goes. goes whole lot of fucking gang shit shouts shit. out to shane taylor shouts out to new gang d'lo brown we told man. you we told you <laughs> man when i say that gang they are gang <laughs> I, I hate the I fact promise. i hate the fact that they're at odds right now Cause I keep talking about this circle. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, we got an interview coming up with uh, D'Lo Brown in the next few weeks. Luckily for us, the conversation was not; it wasn't uh, time sensitive. So, and it, it's the rawest thing we have done. Pause since uh, <laughs> since episode one. Probably and episode one was rough simply because looking back on you know 184 episodes and going back to the very beginning, it's a it's a night and day difference as it should be. If we if we sounded as rough now as we did 183 episodes ago, we 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 in the wrong business. But this right here was a. Uh, it, it, it was a it was quite the experience because we took open air and full advantage of open air to make sure that we gave D.O. Brown his proper flowers and got, got some quality and he gave us quality time. We didn't give him shit. We gave he gave us quality time. So that's coming for your listening pleasure in the next few weeks. But uh, and then Shane Taylor, uh, God man, goes without saying, man, like. Just it's a simple what's up turn into a thirty minute conversation on music while he was while he was getting ready for his match. Like facts. <laughs> gentlemen. <Factual>. Gentlemen. <laughs> oh man. I, I just hope gang gets, gets this worked out. Like throw, throw your punches, lay them in, you know, get your get your get your issue. But, you I, know, I, at the I, end of it. 
and man, I feel so sorry for uh, and God, and forgive me for uh, for not having the roster in front of me. But the uh, the Texoma Pro uh, champion that Shane Taylor defeated so handily, we had an over under on thirty four arms, and <laughs> the man barely got the six. <laughs> yeah, hey Stone, hey Stone got it. Stone got busy though. Like I, I expect to see a Stone on TV, you know, before too long. Like seriously, no cap, man. No cap. I, I totally expect to see him on somebody's television. So, uh, he, since, he, since he most, has most that of look. the major, since most of the major promotions in North America listen to this show, either you know through staff or themselves, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to to track all this info and figure out exactly who we're talking about and where to get in contact. That's all I'm saying. There and there's that. As we can, I'm looking at you. What's your funky ass? Um. <laughs> Speaking of if trimming the if trimming the fat were necessary through a person. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, real, real, real quick. So look, you know we're having this kind of, uh you know, we do our we had these conversations on Facebook and these different groups that we're in while watching shows, right? Always. So the the conversation comes up about how many people Tony Khan has under contract on his roster, and it's like a pl- hundred plus. And we're like, Tony Khan signs talent like I buy sneakers. Mm. Like, I, like I got more than enough, but I still want more. One of the, one of these days, you're gonna do a TikTok with your uh, with your sneaker collection. Man, me and TikTok probably not gonna get along. Well, I, I'm using that. Okay, a reel. <laughs> You'll do a reel. Yeah. I'll do something for for Swaffermayor.com because like I, no hey. cap, I I've been trying to immerse in the whole TikTok culture. I, me and me and TikTok not gonna. They get make along. it real hard stateside, bro. Like. There, there is reason why I didn't jump into it. And those same reasons are the same. Those should be the same reasons that I'm not on Facebook or Instagram, but I am. But well, I've one, I've 100% been against it since its inception. But with the rising, you know, conversation about how much, how many more views you get, and you're not fighting the algorithm so much to be seen. There's a reason for that because it's like super fucking restrictive on how much you can actually do when you're in our space like we're content creators but we create audio at a high level versus just you know dancing in front of a tripod absolutely true yeah i'm not gonna dance in front of a tripod and most of my content is gonna be cooked and edited and you know chefed up it's not it's not live action always or really ever at all so I'm getting hit with copyright claims on my own. On your own, on your own shit. <laughs> on my own shit. <laughs> and then turn around and I say, okay, cool. I'm gonna I'll mute this music out and use the music of mine that they have on here. Well, first of all, they only give you 60 seconds. So if you you know, the recap video from from uh from Bubbles was like 117. Shit I don't run into dealing with Zuckerberg. And Zuckerberg has a whole bunch of fucking issues too, because that's where the whole fighting the algorithm comes from. But jeez, it's not the grass is not always greener. Absolute facts. I, I don't I don't understand the the and maybe it's not for me to understand. Like I I, I understand trying to monetize off of those who are in the same space. Like we talk about something, like I could I could say a product from anything, and the next time I go onto my phone, I could see advertisements for that product or similar products. I could search for something 
on Amazon and then pulls up that same product on the Zuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I, I understand that because you're you're wanting to divert traffic or keep the, keep it on your mind so you actually spend that money, but the the wiser just bypass it. Like get it yeah. in front of people who. I, like you want to get in front of people who are gonna who are gonna pay attention and take advantage of it, but you're purposely alienating these same people with mm-hmm. this algorithmic approach. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But what, what do I know? I'm I'm just a mere consumer. Uh, yeah. Then there's that part. So I'm, <laughs> here, it, yeah, just. I feel like I need to watch No Country for Old Men just to see if the if the movie really does coincide with the title because that's kind of what I feel like. Like, yeah, I'm not finna do this this young boy shit. So I mean, maybe there is No Country for Old Men. No NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit. Like, it shouldn't be this difficult. There's no there's nothing about operating in the digital space that should be this fucking difficult. I just w- way too much shit, way too much. The only and thing I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see what they say about censoring, like copyright claiming music that I actually made myself. Is is there a way to even get around that? I am not one hundred percent sure. Um, I guess we'll find out when I get a response. Rob Victim kind of had a, a similar issue where he was he was doing videos that were laced with music he created and was getting copyright claimed. Like, Zuckerberg did it to me before TikTok did. Like, but and so, so here's it, my question with that. But it was a that. simple process. Here's my question with that, though. Typically, if someone is hitting you with a copyright claim, right? wouldn't, wouldn't there be a third party involved with the execution of said claims? Or, or cause like, no, I could make a song right now with no samples. <laughs> Right. And if I put it on the internet, nothing's going to happen. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> that oh, shit ain't no fun. Oh man, oh that's a whole other conversation. But like, right. if, but if I, but if I'm sitting here making music and I make a song like right this second and I put it on the internet right this second, uh-huh. who, who's gonna who's gonna file a copyright claim, claim against that because it's it's coming farm to table, right? So someone in in the in the ether between in a conception to distribution someone in that middle in that middle ground is the one responsible for these claims even being a thing and i thought about that too and i was like "Eh, maybe 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 it's my digital distro kind of like you know just stepping in on some like hey you can't use this shit we you know we're collecting we're collecting royalties for this guy but they never name who the copyright claim is from. Ever. It so, never pops up. So is it because it's music? I'm not sure. Because, I mean, what else are you going to file a cl- copyright claim on that quickly? Like, because you can't do it if it's ambiance. Like, if, if I'm recording, like, okay, if I had a TikTok going right now, and it just so happens some copyrighted music starts playing in the background, as long as it's not the main sound there's no copyright claim and then you don't get that censorship where they mute however many seconds of the video right but zuckerberg was like this is uh 
there's a copyright claim there may be copyrighted material and then you just do an instant dispute and it's like completely fucking resolved because i own the copyright to it TikTok, not so much you either gotta you gotta delete the video basically and try again since we've been together so yeah yeah and i tested the theory a couple of times because the the, the bubbles brew house recap video had pension in it just as the music not not added from TikTok, right and, and they put the claim on it from that and i'm like why it's mine so then i try to post the video muted with the same music same thing and then they say your video is longer than what we allow to have music attached to it so basically they're they're pushing you towards a certain type of content they want you to do shit they basically want you to do sketch comedy and shit. You know what I'm saying? With I'm I, I can do, but that ain't my purpose. That's not my purpose for being there. Meanwhile, all for being there increase the bandwidth. Meanwhile, all these uh overdubs of copyrighted material, acting jobs and what have you, none of that stuff's getting scrubbed. You know all these fucking remixes of these R and B songs that ain't been cleared, ain't nobody been paid, but I'm getting copyright claims. Like this shit don't make sense, dog. Like I'm gonna tell you, uh two weeks ago. The number one song on Apple Music was uh, "Queen." Another one bites the dust. For I for for for, for a very punny reason, but it was. <laughs> and another one. Uh, another one. TikTok, TikTok went ape shit over that song. Prince Charles bumping that shit in the car on the way there. You got you got you got uh, Irish uh, Irish TikTok and Irish Twitter do, dancing jigs. At the uh, at the castle, while another one bites the dust is playing underneath it, and there and there, I'm seeing this stuff, and I don't even on, I'm not even on TikTok. No cap, I just heard the term Irish Twitter within the last month. Yep, didn't exist before I this whole queen realize, shit. I, like I always knew about Black Twitter, I always knew about NBA Twitter. I figured NFL Twitter existed just because it's another sport. And I figured every other major sport had a, a subgroup on Twitter. I had never, ever, ever heard about Irish Twitter. <laughs> that that is that now that's some shit to see. And you cannot that's, say that's, that it is not official, Bruh, I hey, I just you know, just trying to live my life, man. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> that's it. On that note, let let's move on, man. Uh, as th- th- we for some reason, has been getting way too much of our time lately. But I mean, <laughs> ne- never to be outdone. Doctor Huffman strikes again. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to tell you, you got Doctor Huffman fucked up, Brody. Booker I'm trying to T, tell you. WWE Hall of Famer. Has uh has not once actually well, I, I, probably once this month, but he he can't stop telling Tony Khan what to do. <laughs> it's fr- at this point, it's free game. Everybody that that is kind of commentating on his moves and what to do, what not to do, he's basically getting a cheat sheet to fix shit. Let me let me read you a quote from uh from Hall of Fame Booker T's show. That's a direct in direct relation to so, uh, TK running uh, running Ring of Honor as a as an owner. Quote: 
I think it would be really hard for Tony Khan to run AEW Dynamite Rampage in a totally different organization in ROH, house shows, as well as TV, as well as having a strong enough roster to be able to create different storylines as opposed to the storylines that you're creating on AEW Rampage and Dynamite. It would just blow his freaking mind. His stack would just blow off trying to think about 52 weeks out of the year for three different shows and I don't know how many guys are under the contract. Can you imagine that? For me personally, the brand would be scrapped and the archive would be used for AEW promo packages and whatnot. But as far as trying to create an ROH brand where you're competing against Dynamite as well as Rampage, I think you're just putting a whole lot on your plate there. I don't think it's possible, to be honest. Where's the lie? <laughs> Can't find it. Cannot fucking find it. Like, And, and the fact that he... he I said this um, with, the, with the inception of Rampage, but it was like literally in one ear, not the other, because you know you, you're gonna put on your first couple weeks, like you're gonna act a fool your first couple weeks. But Which they did. Rampage was must see TV every week when they first when they first jumped off. I never thought well, about thought about it as its own brand until this show that happened last night in, in uh, New York at Arthur Ashe. Well, they had a two hour Rampage. It's too much. After a two hour Dynamite. And they were done on the same night, so you didn't see the same talent. You saw two completely different shows. New York was lit for that shit, so kudos to them. Regardless of what what the attendance looked like, because we've seen the videos and heard the commentary about you know how people felt about the turnout. Seems like the, they were lit for the entire show, which considering it's like four hours straight of of different shit and hell there's probably non-televised matches that went on with that too 100% kudos to the crowd and, and I, let me say this real quick too if you want to talk about how bad a crowd is that's fine verbalize your thoughts but it, it takes a special kind of dick to video Pause. to video empty seats in a crowd because we're talking about people's jobs. Don't be don't be in TK's pocket talking about how much money he got and how much and how he can afford to pay people or how how, how TNT or Turner is paying uh TK so that he can pay people. That's none of your fucking business. But you're putting it out there that he can't sell out shows and comparing it to WWE. AEW hasn't even been around for five years. WWE has been around in the, in the instance in the entity that we know it to be since 1984 go, we can go back to the 40s 50s and 60s if you want to but we're, we're talking just 1984 so that's a long that's a, that's, a, that's a big stretch of difference of roads traveled to get to where we're at now and people bringing light the fact that crowds are empty or lower in certain venues because of the the organization that's representing is stupid. That's a good way to get people on the unemployment line. That's what we don't want. Because then you don't have I mean, people it, like us talking about it. It's super cap because obviously we're still in we're still in a pandemic. So you're always gonna have people making those decisions. Like, hey, I love I love live events, I love wrestling, but I'm not willing to go sit around a bunch of people that I don't know how they're handling business. Then there's the whole fact of you're in New York, so certain places you can't even get into without a vaccination card. There are a lot of people who just refuse to go that route. One only point I'm I'm a counter from what you just said is about TK's pockets. 
TK made his pockets conversation. You gonna buy the last media scrum? I got a lot of fucking money to fight with. That, you okay. did. That's oh, right. Oh, oh, do you? Okay. So now that we know you got it, and you got it to spend, and you got it to spend to fight, all right, let's see something. Because now you have made money. You've made money a debatable topic. So anytime we see something go on that probably should have been your move, we're going to want to know why. Because according to you, you got it. And you got it to spend. And you in fight mode. So if you in fight mode, you got it to spend, why we ain't spending? These are the questions we're going to ask every time something happens because you made that an issue. You brought that to the light. But, you know, shits and giggles. <laughs> but, but Dr. Huffman didn't lie about anything that he said. It was like, he just didn't. Now, um, I, with Huffman, with Dr. Huffman, he said it was some, no, for real, it was somebody he said he would come back and do a WrestleMania match for. Edge, that's who it was. He said he would he would come back to do a WrestleMania match with Edge, which I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I'm I'm 100% certain they would tell a hell of a story. What that story would be, I do not know. I mean, in the ring. Now, the story that helps you get to the ring, not a clue about that either. Yeah, I was say like, like, so that that's cool, but why? I, I can't <laughs> remember them ever really crossing paths like that. Like dead ass. I don't ever. Re- that's not something. I'm sure they have. It's not something that I remember. Um. Then he listed a couple of other people, but his main concern with the newer talent was that they would take care of him. Basically, like don't fuck me up. I'm older, bro. Well, he's been he's been taking care of his entire career. Like, remember he did that. Uh, right. So why so why would he want different? Yeah, he he did that. Uh, what was it? The uh, not hell in the cell, but the uh, elimination chamber, and said he would never do another one. Uh-huh. De- and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> see, and see, and see, that's the, that's what I can really respect. That's what I respect and love about Doctor Huffman. And and if we ever get that opportunity to chop it up with him, it's gonna be epic. Because I know for one thing, if he say he ain't doing the shit, he ain't doing it. Yeah, he's pretty steadfast in his beliefs on uh, certain shit, especially through experience. Like it'd be different. He's stiff. He's stiff on his word. He's standing on business. It'd be different if he had never done something and said, "I ain't doing that shit." But like, if to to do something similar and be like, based on this right here, I'm never doing this shit because I did right. this and it did this to me. Stop it! Like, <laughs> absolutely. And, and to and to segue off of that into somebody who kept doing shit that they shouldn't and now it, it could potentially be going in a bad direction unfortunately Kurt Angle uh, came out in a story sometime this week saying that he's been having memory issues mm. and that it was it was the when I read the headline it was the saddest shit I was like damn bro like essentially the article I wish I had the exact source but the article Kurt was saying, get what you can out of him now because he's slowly losing parts of his past. Bruh, that's 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 sobering as fuck. That's a paraphrase, but that's pretty much what I read out of what I saw. And it's, man, I don't, you you don't, you you hate to see it. You don't want to see people who 
gave so much and have so much to tell before for what we didn't see lose the things that we'll never know like to hell with losing wrestling memories like what about all the others right shit? real life like wrestling mem- memories are on fucking peacock you can go watch and get them it's back maybe not the backstage shit but like you can kind of like playing old music like when you play a certain song it takes you back to a certain time and you can remember because that song's playing like you've seen the commercial i, I forget who it's for but you've seen it like you can jog memory with certain stimulants so watching peacock can probably you know do all that we're talking about the other shit that nobody knows about other than the people that were there mm. it's rough let's see what is this so here's another another one he's revealing how many concussions he's had over his career he says four which that can't be right so, so it, far, might, it, might, it might be four so particular current, so. ones I would I would say I probably had four concussions that I know of. So yeah, that's those what I'm are the ones you're will, you're will, you're willing to acknowledge, or were diagnosed, which which is also as 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 bad as willing to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Not well, not as bad. As you may have, you may have been you may have been diagnosed for more and just not willing to acknowledge that it was really a concussion. You're like, yeah, the doctor says I was concussed. I don't feel concussed. That type shit. That's still, that's still, that's still absolutely not cool because, yeah, you know, nobody wants to see that. I'd like, I'd like for you to, you know, age as gracefully as humanly possible without, you know, the, the rigors and the trouble of memory loss and potentially CTE because we know that it gets ugly. Yeah. There's no rewind button on that. And we haven't seen, that, that to my knowledge, we haven't seen the, uh, the long-term effects of CTE uh, for people going into their later years such as like you know 70s or 80s 60s it's usually about the mortality rate for most of the people that we've seen with this uh, with that disorder uh, right but like we don't know like if, if we can get into the 60s or into the 70s or the 80s and it translates to forms of dementia and or Alzheimer-esque uh, brain activity which and, and I, I mean I Truth be typically told, because that typically because that stuff is accelerated like you would maybe have seen it in in the 70s and 80s but the truth is because of the level of brain damage suffered it's highly accelerated and it's also uh in, in most cases we don't see people pass away from from uh symptoms of cte or complications from cte we see people uh, pass away from self-inflicted damage because of they had cte and we find it out after the fact that's what i hope we don't have to see, keep seeing more of so we we brought up booker t and kurt angle you know and, and, and how they use their words for for good <laughs> and then or, or a reasonable or a reasonable facsimile thereof <laughs> Only to be outdone I, by Tony Khan <laughs> yet again. AKA Kanos. <laughs> oh uh, man. So I, I don't even was, it, was this was this solicited as far as him commenting on a crown jewel? Was this solicited? It came from a New York of uh, a New York television affiliate. It, 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 he sat a sit down uh ambassadoring for AEW. 
you have the quote there, Suave. I do, but I, I actually want to. I want to verify this because I, I would hate for us to, to read this and it ain't even. Because <laughs> this, this uh, hold on, uh, hold on. I, I know exactly what to look for. Yeah, I have it right here. Is is okay? So this is real. Yeah, yeah. It's this definitely. <laughs> it, wow. Okay. So okay. Now we can we can green light. So Tony Khan <laughs> paraphrase. No, not even a paraphrase. This is a direct quote. Um, we're running a lot of great shows around the Northeast. It's so many great wrestling markets in one geographic region. I'll say it. The real crown jewel of wrestling markets. Not some BS overseas in Saudi Arabia. And the title is just basically paraphrases what he said. Tony Khan says the real crown jewel of wrestling is in the Northeast of the U.S. Not some BS in Saudi Arabia. Okay. We have we have our own we have our own thoughts about the whole Saudi situation. Right. Sa- Saudi is Saudi. We know exactly what Saudi is. So you can be mad about it or you can not be mad about it. It is what it is. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. True. Can we agree on that? Uh how about there we go. Yeah, as as long as long as whoever's requesting these shows is dropping out the bag. It's gonna continue to happen until there's a there's a reason that it doesn't happen anymore. Period. Just gonna have to live with that one. What you can hope for is that more more um, more events like Crown uh, Clash at the Castle happen, where you're going to Cardiff, Wales, um, maybe a Super Show in Mexico. Listen. <laughs> Wait, matter of fact, put a pin in that. Cause as soon as like, we finish this, we jump into that to that global conversation. So put a pin in that. But with Tony Khan, bro, I just here's my wish. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna make this a, a blanket statement for everybody. This is just my wish. I wish for Tony Khan to focus on everything inside his building. Media training is a skill. That not everybody has. Public speaking is not a skill that everyone has. But you have the time, resources, and funding to get good quickly. And if it's just something you're not committed to doing, there needs to be someone else who goes out and does stuff like this. Because the focus coming out of that interview was not Arthur Ashe. It was you taking another pot shot at the worldwide leader. And the worldwide leader is doing absolutely nothing to get people to watch their product. And then and by there I mean AEW. So why is like, AEW just- going out of the way to get people that he's interested in and in owning their their viewership? And to continuing or starting to watch the worldwide leader simply because you're mentioning them in conversation. It's just like you could have said so much stuff about, hey, we're going to be at Arthur Ashe, how how historic the venue is. How about uh, the, the fact that you that you in, in, in a tag team main event had the possibility of crowning your first gay champion? Wait, chill. Hold up. Stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. OK, so. 
you know that's a really big point of contention online, right? People are kind of up in arms <laughs> about about Anthony Bowens proclaiming, you know, as AEW's first gay champion. First of all, you don't know every you don't know everybody's private life to say that. Well, in AEW, first, well, if, if we're talking about AEW's first gay, and now if he said first gay no. tag champion, hold on, first, if he said first gay tag champion, that's one thing, but he said first gay champion. You're so, missing my point. No, no, no. I, know, I, 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 I hear, trust me, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. If he, Facts. You, you add openly to that, now we have a whole other conversation. However. But you, did, but you didn't. How, however. We got a bigger conversation than that. We got a big ass asterisk by that because now we got a class size uh, Nyla Rose. <laughs> like you see, well, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see? You 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 see you see where how slippery of a slope this is? <laughs> now some people are looking at this as he's basically pimping his sexual orientation, which okay. I don't, I don't necessarily co-sign the way that they're in, inferring that, but if you just looked at it without any names attached, technically it, you're, you're prostituting. Anybody who uses their sexual orientation for financial, personal, or professional gain is prostituting, right? So without calling names, without pointing fingers, just the action, just describing the action is the definition of prostitution. That is. Just, it is. Yeah. So be mad, be angry, try to try to blow up comment sections and all that. It is prostitution. You are prostituting your sexual orientation for recognition. Or financial gain. Wow. Yeah, financial gain. It's all of the above. Personal gain, because, you know, finances are used for personal shit. Financial, obviously, because now you're going to have more support from people who identify with your your uh, choices. And cur currency and currency is a social construct, so time is money. Then there's that. <laughs> like, come on, man. The professional, because now, you know, people have a, a more of a vested interest in how you uh, rise and fall up the roster. So there's the professional aspect of it. And it just, yeah. Like, so understand, you may have had a different intention when you said it, but... But here we are. By definition, by <laughs> definition, here's where we are. <laughs> like, what, what anybody does with their sexual reproductive organs does not make here nor there to me. That's your business. I'm not fucking you. So there's that. But when you start using things like this to identify to a group for recognition, you have to understand with the social climate that we live in, trolling is America's favorite pastime. Man. It's, it's, it hasn't been baseball in decades. America's favorite pastime is trolling one another exploiting their and making fun of their pain whatever whatever it is that you're sensitive to it makes you hurt on the inside people will find it troll you about it and in return you find what they're most sensitive about 
you troll that. And it's a vicious cycle that snowballs and rolls downhill and eventually crushes the village. <laughs> you already spitting words today, Suave. I'm just saying, like, we talk, we just talking about what we talking about. It, th- there's shit going on and there's always two sides to it. And what we tend to see online, first of all, as I've said on many occasions, the comment section of anything on the internet is where logic goes to die. Typically why you won't find us in the comment section of a lot of stuff just because you're going to have a, a a 40 message back and forth with somebody who's dropping fries. If if I if I have to go to to the comment section cuz there's two types of comment sections. There's the ones that Swa was talking about and then there's just regular like hahas. If we going yeah. if we if we get open and active on the outside with the comments that Swa was talking about and I have to reply it's it's gonna it's not, it's gonna be wordy. It's gonna be right. very detailed. It's gonna be wordy. It's gonna be fact based with Complete very sentences with with proper punctuation. All of the above. Um, those are the ones I try to stay away from. But if I must, I will give you one of those and go about my merry little way because I'm giving you enough food for thought to to tame your minuscule little way of thinking. You you really only gonna get that from me if you bring it to me. Like if I say something kind of, it's a one liner and I'm done, or like two sentences max and I'm done, and then you bring some shit to me trying to, I guess make me air quotes better informed or school me on what will or won't happen, then you can get the clip. Let me hold on. Let me let me. But now that you mention that, let me let me say this real quick in the week. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna end mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ah, shit. There, there's, there are, there's a certain type of person that goes in. Uh, if there is a three or four line, and I'm using line loosely because it could just be one sentence that just goes on internet space, phone space, says three or four lines. Um, post. It does not require that you take an hour and a half out of your day. To custom craft a multi-paragraph response to, sh- to prove your point. Less is indeed more. And if your point Fact. comes more charged with opinion than fact, then please reserve your comments for for better suited situations. If you want to write, like if you want to go, if you want to get that active and write that much in, in response to a small question blog go apply blog. to go apply blog. for for a a print publication newspapers are still hiring like they're like you could be a communication specialist no they're not, <laughs> no, they're not. Let, let me breathe they are not. go be a communication they are, specialist they are, they are or a crisis, a crisis control specialist whatever you want to do go do that do anything but monopolize what you think is monopolizing my time to read your comment for the sake of saying this is my opinion and my opinion is fact and this is what's going to happen based go on to Fiverr. Go. You can go ghost write on Fiverr. An account. You Bro, can you can ghost write on Fiverr so many for that. different ways. Oh yeah, you can. Like you can write opinion pieces, you can write research papers, but then you'd have to cite a source. But then there's that. But um. Yeah, just the comment section is where logic goes to die. So you can't ever just take it too serious when you're in a comment section with anything, whether it's, you know, watching a live event and, and just 
type in your reactions to stuff or you see a news story and you know what i'm saying you you basically give your your summary or what you took from it you can't ever really get that deep in the water because a kitty pulls deep to a midget <laughs> You feel you feel you feel what I'm saying? Like deep, deep is subjective. For my six-year-old daughter, six feet is deep. So just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just I hey. But yeah, my daughter can swim too, so then there's that. <laughs> just the the it's subjective. It's on, and for most people, it's only it, it's only deep because you can't stand up and still have your head above water. Damn, that was a word too. Shit, I'm on it today. <laughs> but I'm about to respect. Well, fill your collection plate, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, for a nominal fee. Soon to be <laughs> a phenomenal fee. We will slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge. And put it on your plate. Shit don't stop getting get it. See, it's, it's been a it's been, it's, it's been a few weeks since they got the full song. <laughs> Real talk, you know, hey, you know, hey, you gotta hold back so that when you come back, they jump back. Been doing a little sprinkling. Right <laughs> doing a little sprinkling, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. But yeah, you you feel me? It's just. Pick your battles. Everybody, everybody don't deserve a response, even when it's like so appropriate. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta skip it. I tell you, somebody who, but not on this Little Mermaid shit, because this shit been funny as fuck. Oh man, <laughs> the responses to the responses to not my Ariel are the funniest shit ever. <laughs> y'all got this. I mean, y'all got this energy over a cartoon character. A cartoon character who is now being portrayed by a real life individual. First of all, I've been fucking with the twins since Grownish, so you you can't tell me shit about what they can and can't do. I I fucks with the twins, period. So my baby will see Ariel in in this current incarnation, and we ain't gonna have no problems about it. As will mine. All of them. You can, <laughs> You can, you can sleep better at night knowing I ain't boycotting shit. <laughs> you can sleep better at better at night knowing that I I donated to the cause. Yeah, I got open to make sure that my kids see this one. You feel me? Like you will have to know that I paid the five. <laughs> <laughs> I paid the five to make sure that she could watch this in all of her splendor. You got me three different flavors of fucked up. Do you do you think we work for free? We we just work it, because we like money now. We like to spend that shit too. <laughs> you can't take it with you. You better do something with it. Speaking of can't taking it with you. Speaking, hey, don't don't end up like uh, Rock on fucking raising Cain and the rats eating the money. What are you gonna do? You just collecting money. What are you gonna, what are you gonna spend it on? Speaking, speaking, are you just stacking up money to be eaten by rats? Speaking of not taking it with you, man. Solo Sokoa jumped to the main yeah. roster became a part of Ooze Gang on Smackdown as part of the uh, Clash at the Castle main event and mm -hmm. three days later won I started the next day won the NXT North American Championship took the North American Championship to Smackdown 
Three days after North that. American. <laughs> North, North American. North American. Three days after that, goes back to NXT only to have his title stripped from him. Because he wasn't originally in the match. What does Solo do? Gladly gives it up and says, there will be more gold in my future. And he takes his ass right back to SmackDown. I mean... I get it. I totally I got a whole I, I lot do. of fucking gang shit. I get it. I just don't like it. Like, but no one realizes that even if for a moment in time, every possible belt that could have been around the, the bloodline, and I'm not including Sami Zayn in that just yet. <laughs> we, we we had we had belts around everybody in in the bloodline except for Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn wasn't officially Us Gang. Uh, 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 but now, <laughs> but but we have breaking news. <laughs> Available on the beastradio.com. <laughs> Broken Pencil Logic says that um, Sammy Vanilla Ooze, aka Samoa Zane, <laughs> <laughs> Samoa Zane is officially an honorary. A whole lot Welcome of fucking set. gang shit. It's been a long summer. He's been a long, been a long he, summer. He, he, he walked the whole summer. Representing for the click, oh, the summer ended. <laughs> we, we, we switched seasons, and this man has crossed the burning sands into the lands of Usamania. <laughs> oh man, it's 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 too it's too real. I'm I'm happy for Us. I'm, <laughs> he finally got put on the set. That's yeah. He he got quoted. Took him a lot longer than it took. Took it him way longer than it took me. But he's you know we welcome you into the family, Sam. I mean, typically. You you get jumped in and, and and there's that proverbial circle circle again. You get you get jumped in, right. and it takes anywhere uh, from you know two to five minutes depending on how big the set is. This dude moon this dude moonwalked a pledging for an entire summer. Numerous <laughs> chair shots. He done ate uh, he done, he done ate claymores. He almost got stabbed yep. by a sword. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got sw- he got swung on by a YouTuber. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> all all the all the things that he had to go through. Like if if you want to do a montage WWE production truck, do a montage on Sam Zayn summer. Boy. Summer twenty two specifically. You want a WWE twenty four or a fucking three sixty <laughs> no, five becoming becoming an honorary ooze. Oh my if they are not filming this shit, I swear to God that is it. <laughs> They missed it. They missed it. 365 becoming Oos. <laughs> ah. Hey, so, somewhere in there needed to be a phone call to Super Super Duper Oos. Super Oos. Yeah. You, you got the OG. You got Kobe oh, OG Keisha. That's who put me on the set. That's who put me on the set. Shout uh, out to shout out to Rikishi. Man. <laughs> ah, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's just it's just a special time. I just I, you know, yeah. It's a special time. Oh. But happy, happy for Sammy. Uh, I feel like the storyline is gonna pay off. The crowd is super into it. Like Sam, Sammy made the right choice. Like I, I know leadership has changed since that contract was signed, but it is really looking like when Sammy said, "Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and stay," he made the right move 
For how, real, for real. How about this? I don't know if you really paid attention to this. Travel-wise, his schedule has not changed. Activity-wise, he's rivaling the tribal chief. He hasn't really done shit, but he's out here a fixture. He is a mainstay, not just for the bloodline, Mm -hmm. but for the SmackDown roster. He made he turned shit to sugar, because the the whole bit the the no like think about his year the stuff with Johnny Knoxville and how bad it was leading up to WrestleMania, and then he was able to turn it into the match that he had. Boy, is that match? Tell me if that match isn't aging well. Because they they, saying, they they turned like, me around during the match. Like you, it's one of those things. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, shit. This it's a little bit of everything. You got a little bit of the eighties corny shit. You got a little bit of the early nineties cartoon character shit. You got a, a, a pinch of Attitude Era, and you know some of this some of this new shit. Like he figured it out, and he was time filler. He was comic relief and time filler for the whole Roman Reigns uh, summer of absence. NXT tried something about a month ago. And of course, we don't watch the Skittle. But I just happened to be watching it and I saw this. I saw a QR code on the screen. And the QR code uh-huh. that you scanned it had uh, had somebody holding up a belt. And it made it seem like that they were trying to spoil the ending of a match that was coming up. It wasn't it. I think it looked like it was more, more of like a test to see how, pe- how many people actually click on this, uh, this QR code. Well, they've been using the same mm-hmm. technology during SmackDown to follow the White Rabbit, who I refer to as Ramblin' Rabbit because I still think it's Ramblin' Rabbit, but they're just saying the White Rabbit. And there are clues. What, what is the what is the shit about the what is the significance of the White Rabbit? Uh, I don't know. But I, I'm thinking it was like rambling rabbit, but I, I don't know what the what the true to life significance is of a white rabbit. But I, I'm just I, only thing I think of is rambling rabbit when I see that white rabbit. And like I guess on last night SmackDown, they actually opened up a, a, a video game. Like you take you follow the the white rabbit, you take the white rabbit on a trip, and it ends up um, in the location of where Monday Night Raw is going to be this coming Monday. This sounds like trying shrooms. <laughs> this this just sounds like il- illicit drug use. You're gonna, you're gonna follow the white rabbit. Yeah. I'm sorry. This yeah. So yeah, this, this. so do do you do you think that's Bray? And if you don't think it's Bray, what do you think is the plan for Bray? Um. I almost feel like this is too straightforward to be Bray. Like, if this is Bray, then this is like a collaborative effort. And this is what they decided on. Like, this is a group think project. Say, we're gonna we're gonna place QR codes and we're gonna do, you know, this, that, and the other. Cause Bray seems more like a complicated thinker when it comes to being creative and we've we've kind of heard as much where he might think and spiral himself so far out of the loop that the subtle hints he drops are only subtle to him 
Like those clues are only clues in his mind. And then you have to go back and explain. And then when you do explain, it's like, oh shit, that's clever. But without the explanation, you wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. This seems a little more strategic from a collaborative group think situation. It's like some people sat down in a room and said, okay, how can we do this? And how can we then maximize it for corporate gain? Like scanning QR codes and like that's that's front office shit. Like I don't think talent's coming up with that kind of shit. Scanning QR codes. Like they were probably <laughs> just given they were given a general idea. Like Bray may have cooked up the general idea. Cause we're not a hundred percent convinced that he comes back as the fiend the fiend may have died for real like he may just say fuck it scrap it i want to do something different he's that kind of personality he may say look creatively the shit didn't work i don't necessarily have an attachment about going back to doing it again i mean shit bray bray white could be dead for all for all we know yeah, the original incarnation of Bray Wyatt could be no more. I mean, we, we've we seen in WWE, not NXT or Florida Championship, we've seen Husky Harris, uh, we've seen Bray Wyatt, we've seen The Fiend, uh-huh. but we have not seen Wyndham Rotunda. I, I don't think it serves him financially or professionally to just be Wyndham Rotunda, I, but I could be wrong. In WWE, I couldn't agree with you more. And then we've seen the way, you know, Kanos kind of handles the booking and the progression in AEW. And for somebody who's as much of a creative juggernaut as Bray Wyatt is, I don't necessarily know if that style of booking appeals to him. Just, I don't think it does. Like once every two weeks, I don't necessarily, with no story progression in the middle, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's his speed. I don't know if he'd be happy with that for too long. Like the money's good, but a, he's been able to get money for a while. He's been signed to WWE for quite some time, so his bag—he's not lacking in right. bag status. Because even so, even if there was lapse in, in the contract, like there was no lack of of income. Like you you were sitting on a nice little nest egg. Like you were fine. He kind of strikes me as one of those people who doesn't have a lot of uh, vices as far as spending. I mean, like Braun Strowman was the same. He has a whole a, a lot of land, kind of lives sort of like a country farm boy. Not quite Brock Lesnar status where you don't have a TV, but well, if I'm know, not if I'm not mistaken, uh, he was in he was from Louisiana. Like, of course, Pop spent time in Florida, but I think he spent a lot of his time in Louisiana. So that's that's where cheap did, living. He go to co- I think he played for uh, La Tech at, uh, in college. Ray Wyatt College football. <laughs> Here we go See. doing the Googles. Dr. Google. Yeah, in Ohio. Troy. Uh, if that's where Troy is. No, his hometown's Brooksville, Florida. Um, where the fuck is Troy? You want to Google that real quick? Cause I have no clue where Troy is. Troy University is 
as my Google machine slows the fuck down. And this absolutely has to be from freshman year because he went in as an O line, and I know he played he played D line at some point. Six two two ninety five. This motherfucker. Alabama. Troy's in Alabama. Yep, Troy University is in Alabama. Well, I'll be damned. So it's like it's like Alabama's community college then. I, I believe it's a D two school. Maybe no, it is, but I'm I'm saying because Alabama's Alabama. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> That, that was a that was, doom, doom, that was a football joke. <laughs> but yeah, like it may be something. It it really might be. Um, riddle me this: Who could it be for if it's not for Bray? I can't think of anybody else missing. White Rabbit. Um, I don't. I don't get the. The correlation isn't there for me just yet, and it's mainly because I haven't been paying attention to that. Like that's that's something I I, I hadn't really had I not read it and been sent that content, I wouldn't have even paid it any attention. Cause Raw's been better, but Raw's not like I can't. It's I can't not must flip. watch. Nah, I'm still flipping back and forth between that and Monday night and uh, Monday night football. I'm still on my phone fucking around, so it's not like I'm just glued to every second. So if a QR code flashes, I may not see it, and I'm certainly not going to rewind and pause. Well, I, I can tell you one QR code. Like if someone told you you need to go back and watch it and, and view this shit, if it popped up on Raw or SmackDown that you would be interested in watching, Survivor Series mm. is supposedly going to have a, a twist this year. So even though the new logo shows red and blue which symbolize some type of bragging rights scenario that we've had in the past and NXT staple is making its way to the main roster this year what would that be war games war games I wish we had the Steve uh, sample queued up either way Lord, Lord <laughs> Steven <laughs> But now the logo just means that both brands will be represented. There's not one versus the other. Apparently, uh, Uncle Trips has said Survivor Series will be more storyline based ver as opposed to um, brand versus brand. So I think that's kind of cool. Basically, what you're saying is the bloodline's going to be in war games. <laughs> that's all, that's, that all, that's all I heard. <laughs> yeah, so, that's it. That's, that's all that means. So, here, so I, I say all that to say this. We haven't done this in a while. Let's do a quick mixtape. We've got Me Sam. Tight. We got Sam Moa Zane. We've got your tribal chief and head of the table, WWE uh, Universal Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns. We've got Grand the Champion, four hundred now four hundred thirty three day reigning tag team champions, undisputed uh, with uh, the uh, the Usos. We have Solo Sokoa, so that's a five. So that's five right there. So Solo Sokoa, the Uso, mm -hmm. Sam, Sam Oazane, and the Chief. So unless the Tribal Chief, and have you acknowledged the Tribal Chief today? Uh, I just did a couple times, right there. Fantastic. So either the Tribal Chief is going to have his own separate title match to defend, or he's going to be a part of War Games. I would suspect probably part of War Games. <laughs> What's funny is. He ain't gotta do shit. He could be at home enjoying Thanksgiving dinner while he watches the family 
this is true, but this is true. This is very true. But this is also one of the big five. Yes. Yeah, he's gonna he, be he's gonna be there. He he's he's proclaimed on several occasions. I'm always gonna be here for the big five, some of the other ones, and some TV. So yeah, I would assume he's gonna be a part of uh war games. I don't even know who his challenger would be if he was just doing a separate title defense. Well, that that begs to the question because I'm sure we can find out who that would be based on this mixtape we're about to do. Factuals. We're going to build the opposing team for the bloodline for Survivor Series. This we're in September. We're two months away from Survivor Series. Yep. We're about to book this match right now. The main event for Survivor Series. So Historically, when you have a war games match, you have a faction who is a mainstay, the horsemen, the UE, um, and they usually take on people who have uh, who the faction have been thorns in the side of, regardless of affiliation. Mm-hmm. There are numerous names that come up. Drew McIntyre comes up. I put him on the team. Definitely. Karrion Cross comes up. I put him on the team. Uh, I can already tell you that ain't gonna work. Th- that's the beautiful thing about this whole matchup is that it's one for one night. <laughs> it's for one night. Can we put our differences aside for one night? No, and I'm gonna tell you no. Those two are about to have a strap match at Extreme at Rules. At Extreme you, Rules, ain't nobody putting shit to the side. <laughs> but panties. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's so, all. So Sean. okay. So we got. So we got Drew. We don't say. We don't say Carrying Cross. We, we you can put him on the list, but I, I wouldn't put him on the team. Like there's mm, okay. there's the there's the list of people, and then there's what the team's gonna be. Okay. All right. So let's I go. Put, I put Riddle on the team. So uh so McIntyre, Riddle's on the team. I like it. Uh, uh I like I I got I got one for you. Okay. Sheamus. I can see that. Now see on, that. only only I'm only saying that now because we're two months out. He's knee deep in a in a feud with uh with Gunther. And something tells me that 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 feud escalates or is over by Survivor Series. If it's not, kudos to WWE. Because that could be a blood feud that lasts two years. If you did I, it right. I could honestly see Drew plus the Brawling Brutes and then just add one more because mm. uh, Holland, Holland and Dunn just had a banger with, with the Usos. So there's, there's, there's the starts of some shit there. Sheamus don't need a reason to beef with nobody, but he will. And can so if him and Solo get into some shit, you know Drew's aiming it at um at Roman off top just because of the clash at the castle. Drew and Sheamus have history where they've been friends and enemies, so they know it'll be that whole. Well, I know if I go to battle with you, I know you're gonna fight. So who does who does uh Sammy have beef with right now? Whoever ain't bringing his food fast enough, he's living a good life. <laughs> Fuck you, mean in the ring, Logan, Logan Paul. Yeah, put Logan Paul in war games and see what happens. Oh no, yeah. Ooh, yo, you might be onto something there. So when when is uh Crown Fool? November. 
Crown Fool is mm-hmm. going to be on November the 5th. Bro, you might be on to something. So if, if, he, if he ends up in war games, I'm going to be on something while I watch. Drew, Drew McIntyre, the Brawling Brutes, specifically uh, Butch and, and Holland, and Logan Paul. Give me a fifth. Just in case we have we have we have Roman Reigns in the match. I know who'd you name? You said a, a fifth we, got, we, we got we got we got McIntyre, we have Butch, we have Holland, and we have Logan Paul. Wait, wait. Uh Drew Sheamus. Butch, so so we all so we all put Sheamus in the match too? Of course. Why all right, so they, not? so they, okay, he, so they, he he's the link between Drew and the Brawling Brutes, period. So yeah, so there is there's your five right there and I think it's because of Crown Fool that we get Logan Paul into this match oh so you're making Logan Paul the fifth with the Brawling Brutes and Drew yep okay um alternate tape (laughs) B-side flip that shit over Drew Kevin Owens Riddle, Bobby Lashley. Oh, that's nasty. I I want to put Seth on the team as the fifth, but him and Riddle cannot coexist. Right. So that's the same reason why we kick Karrion Cross off the team is the same reason that we wouldn't bring Seth into this team. And and I would I would very much assume that. I would very much assume that the team is not coming specifically from one brand. Whoever ends up in the ring with the Bloodline is going to be a combination of Raw and SmackDown. They won't, it won't be strictly a SmackDown main event. Now, if so, we, here, here's a, here's the catch, though. If indeed Seth being the face of Monday nights with the U.S. Championship in tow, because he will be U.S. Champion. You do know that. I mean, I... With the new directive, yeah, he's going to be U.S. champion at some point. Because Trips listened to the show, heard <laughs> what we said about fuck, fuck splitting championships. Mm. Just, just, raise, just raise the stock of the ones you have. So now the United States Championship is exclusive to Raw and is being treated as the brand's main championship. As the championship. USA, US champion. Shit fits, bro. I mean, you you fucked up when you moved that Universal Championship to Fox, dumbasses. You could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Not the, but, I mean, originally, it, the Universal Championship was a raw product. But look, people started making fucked up decisions trying to make up for other fucked up decisions they made, and it just got totally convoluted. Oh man! All right, so if we go with with the A side, we have Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes, and Logan Paul. No, I'm sorry, Drew McIntyre. I I don't. Drew McIntyre. I do. I do not feel good about that Logan Paul shit. (laughs) Drew McIntyre. I don't. I'm sorry. I doubt. I I doubt it. Back my bad. (laughs) Like I just. I don't. I don't feel good about Logan Paul being the fifth. I don't think he has enough invested. I. I would take Kevin Owens in that situation. But go ahead. All right, and then on the raw side, we have if if 
I didn't well, even Ross. It's just it's just a mixed bag. Just a mixed Drew. bag. Yeah. So we uh, see Drew, Bobby, Riddle, Ko, Ko, and do we do Seth? Here's 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 the alternate. A returning Randy Orton. So that I, of course, I wanted to put him on the list. The problem is we don't know that timeline. But if you want to pop the crowd, you do it there, not on a go-home show. You know they're going to try to pop the rating on a go-home show and people will still watch Peacock. Because it's not... The reason you don't save stuff for pay-per-view like you used to, nobody actually has to spend money to buy it. All you're trying to do is make the interest go up that you tune in to see what happens. The money in professional wrestling now doesn't come from pay-per-view unless it's AEW. In in Stanford's case, the money comes from the the television rights. You got to pop a rating for the television rights. So bringing Randy back on our episode of Raw makes it okay. Damn, I got to go back and watch Raw rating up. Or damn, I got to catch Raw ninety on Hulu rating. You know, money. Whoa, that's a conversation for you too. But go ahead. See how I did that off the glass? That was was (laughs) tough. (laughs) I caught it. I'm still I'm still floating in the air though. You see what I'm saying? But Randy Orton is a really good choice right there. Um, I would have to look at the roster to see who else actually makes sense. Uh, There's not enough pause yeah, beef like, at the top. Oh, Braun Strowman, maybe? But, then you Because, I mean, Braun, Braun should have beef with Roman, basically, for how he end up losing, the, end up winning the title in the first place. Number one, the way he won the title and then... And, in the same breath diminished everything that uh, that Braun Strowman had done in WWE to that point to the point ding, to where he was in, he was in the release for his troubles ding 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 <laughs> like if you want to if you want to open up trips with this reality era shit like this is how you do it like he can he can take the blame for having it, having to go control his own narrative all i'm saying like and you know that joke's gonna get made at some point. Whenever Braun ends up back in the main event picture, which may not be exactly like right right now, but anytime he ends up somewhere close to that type of situation, I guarantee control your narrative is gonna be brought up. Yeah, no doubt. Um, as it should, as it should, it's gonna be funny as shit. But yeah, somebody gonna say something real off color about, oh, I guess you you're done controlling your narrative, huh? Well, well, <laughs> that someone already has said something about that. Uh, there's been this, this, this. I don't know why EC3 is doing this, but he's going around having interview after interview and podcasts talking about this whole Patrick Clark situation. Did and I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not, but uh, and I'm almost sure we did. But I've, we've slept since then uh, about this whole recording in the bathroom, people peeing. While at a uh, at a house party at EC3's crib, and they said it was uh, it was Patrick Clark's phone allegedly, and uh, you you aw- you awakened me about a week ago with, with a uh, Instagram clip from Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, which mm-hmm. Patrick Clark replies to all the things that EC3 has been saying and says, "quote You're pathetic." Now control that narrative, you dick or some shit, or you asshole. You asshole. <laughs> yeah, square business. I, I just, <laughs> that's tough. That's really tough. 
it's unfortunate it's tough it's not anything i can do about it but um velveteen dream went into detail about explaining how that happened where it came from all of that shit like it it was brought up it it's happened um i don't remember exactly what he said but the way he explained it was first of all ec3 was still ec3 was basically working himself in the mind because he's not sure about patrick clark's sexual orientation because of the velveteen dream character i guess doesn't know enough about him personally um and just some the way the shit's explained with the phone it makes a lot more sense and it's not just a a spying device is some other shit and then there's a third party involved who uh, supposedly went through the phone to show EC3 that there was nothing in there that was suspect like there's a there's basically there's a mediator at the party who has the two of them together and shows EC3 what's going on in the phone so that he knows you know there's nothing going on. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's I, 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 I really hope for Patrick Clark's benefit that the actual truth comes out because he's being buried and convicted for crimes that he hasn't been tried for. And that yes, that's not going to be healthy for him in any stretch of the imagination professionally going forward, even if he decides to stay away from pro wrestling for the remainder of his life. Like people are going to know him for his cup of coffee as Velveteen Dream because it was so impactful. I mean, the bag was right there. It was right there. But apparently for, for the stuff that you've done away from the building and then the way you act backstage at the building has pretty much effectively sealed your fate. And yeah, when you got certain shit floating on you like that, that's not a good look. Not at all. Uh, you mentioned I, I hate it. I hate it for him because he had all the potential in the world. Now we no, we 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 refuse to speak of his name on uh, in the same breath as Monday Night Raw or SmackDown because of how special of a talent he was. He was the embodiment of a generational talent. He he is. He would have single-handedly printed any amount of money that he wanted to print. He would have been the modern-day deal. But I guess he had other plans for for that plan. Uh, You mentioned earlier Raw 90. Raw 90 has been a staple for probably, what, 10 years? At least. So it's in what what are we talking about Raw 90? If you did not get a chance to catch Monday Night Raw on USA, did not have access to DVR through your cable or satellite provider and couldn't catch it on a bootleg stream or anything like that, the only way for you to watch Monday Night Raw the same week was to watch the 90-minute truncated version on uh Hulu. And and through some of the bad era, the really bad era, Raw 90 was better than raw what is it uh, 180 <laughs> yeah the 90 was way better than the 180 it trimmed so much fat and all the silly shit that, that they don't like 
in some cases they trim like like good portions of promos that you really need to watch the whole thing in totality but the editing team was undefeated they, they, they did a good job of making sure that every week you got the, the best 90 minutes that the show had to offer yeah you got way less fodder and it was a, it was a faster paced show way better way to watch raw as it seems we are on the verge of not having Monday Night Raw uh, or any WWE programming on Hulu in the very near future. Contract negotiation time. Cinco de Mayo is holiday time. Holiday time. Hey, does do those ninety minute episodes or even the full episodes make it to <laughs> make it to the CAC? B. Something has happened because, like, you're paying pr- for Peacock Premium, and like, you're getting episodes of Raw like a month later. Like, the pay per view happened already, bro. I don't need to watch this. I wouldn't be mad at the idea of them just making sure we had uh, po- post uh, post post first run runs on uh, on Peacock the same week. Uh, similar to how SmackDown does on Fox. Like one thing I can say about the Fox app is, at it, it, I don't care if it's seven thirty. If it's seven thirty, I can watch SmackDown from the beginning. But if it's nine, like nine o'clock or nine thirty, after it's gone off the air, I have to wait for that for the uh, for the stream or for for the feed to complete the upload. But once it's done, I can watch it that night. So I'm, I don't have to wait for it. So if SmackDown isn't available on on the CAC, that's why. Monday Night Raw is a little bit different, though, in the sense that it's an entity that's owned by NBC, Comcast, uh, or Comcast Universal, and uh, as far as the USA Network is concerned. So you doing the same thing Fox is doing isn't too far out of the realm of possibility, especially considering you actually show Raw on the USA app. And then you show it on three or four different USA affiliated channels or Comcast Universal affiliated channels throughout the week. MTV Trace, uh, uh, Univision. There's a couple other channels where you can actually watch it in English the same week. And it's like a two hour version. Like to me, like it would be more, it would behoove those who don't, who are only watching over the top to be able to catch that in, in real time that week or, or sorry, or in that same week capacity than having to wait for it four or five weeks later when by that point you've forgotten about the episode like you can't make people change their work schedule this is a whole different day and age we don't we don't have things that are open from like you know 8 a.m to 8 p.m but then you get to watch everything else at in the evening now nah, like people things are open 24 hours and people are going to work at seven o'clock because it pays more we don't have this <laughs> So what? Where do you think if it doesn't end up on the CAC that uh, WWE programming outside of Fox can end up? Uh, well, we've we've seen the conversation about uh, what potentially could happen with Netflix. Um, you got to consider all NBC entities for this so i mean you could just migrate it over to peacock and start getting you know 90 minute recap episodes on peacock or you could just get the full three hour episode on peacock um i'm gonna continue to say espn plus is always gonna be an option for everything because espn plus needs content 
and they have a working relationship with Stanford. Um, there's a potential merger coming that may <laughs> may fuck everything up for everybody, and Raw ends up on Discovery Plus. <laughs> or, or, or just or just part of that fucking conglomerate, which means there's gonna be another streaming service that you have to add to your collection in order to see Raw. Cause yeah, that's a whole that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's a complete thing, but we won't talk too much about that simply because right. we're there in infantile <laughs> stage we're in infantile stages of, of that talk and it's it's strictly a rumor, but it's woo, I it, mean oof. Depending on how Trips, you know, uh, handles the next couple of months, Fox could look to add another another piece to the library. Like you could be just a, a completely Fox entity, because uh, I don't think they have really too much other than like what nine one one and nine one one Lone Star ain't shit popping on Mondays for them. And shit, that's probably a decent lead in. Um, <laughs> nah, for real. Like, that's, one, that's, that, that's one thing a lot of uh, TV shows are missing, especially wrestling programs. That's, that's one thing they're missing was a dope ass lead in because, like, for for the last decade, it's been uh, uh, what's that shit with Ice T? Help me out, Law, Law and Order <laughs> yeah. for, for Monday Night Raw, and then on on SmackDown, right. we never know what it is because we don't know what network is going to be on. That thing is bounced around more than M- M- Missy Hyatt. Whoa, wait, wait, what? That's mm, that's a lot. So, um, okay, going further with Fox, it may not be you know Fox. It could be FS1. They obviously they need content too. If it's FS1, um, no, there's no lead-in required. You just you just give a time and people just tune in and you'll watch the rating yeah. spike because of it. Nothing more, nothing less. I'll say this: there will be no trouble finding a home. Let me let me say that. If anything happens with Raw where they're not on USA or even the 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 replays or recaps, there will be no trouble placing this on somebody's platform because it's proven it's it's a high high traffic situation. So any streaming platform looking to bring in it's an instant influx of viewership. You're gonna get a million people without blinking to adapt to your platform just because the show they watch is moving to you period so uh i mean it's a coin flip like whoever got the biggest check you know that now that's for damn sure at the end of the day the day is over and also at the end of the day wwe is going where the biggest checks coming from so yeah those two things can be true at the same time and as we move forward, we've been looking at this uh, as we're talking about TV and and, and, and transitioning to film or whatever. We've been talking about this uh, Iron Claw uh, docu or, or biopic on the Von Erics. And uh, mm. we, we've been wondering who uh, who is going to end up playing Carrie. And we have that answer just through, through some digging. If you're fans of the bear, he plays Carmi. If you're fans of Shameless, he plays Lip Gallagher. Jeremy Allen White has been slated to play the role of Carrie Von Eric in Iron Claw. 
and he looks exactly like Kenny Omega. So I'm not sure how this is supposed to work. When I saw that, I I was fucking upset. I say, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh man! So so far, <laughs> we have Jeremy who, Allen White. Who is responsible for this? Like who? Who in the hell casted Kenny Omega? To, you might as well have just gotten Kenny Omega. <laughs> we I'm, I'm low key upset. I'm low key upset about this shit. You just I'm don't like, like hey, Kenny. Hey, That's hey, what hey. it is. <laughs> I mean that too. Look, be that as it may. I, look, we grew up here. We know what Kerry Von Eric is supposed to look like, and I don't care how much weight he gains. You're not going to be able to turn that guy into Kenny Kerry. Von Eric, you just can't. That, that, that is an f- absolute fact. Also, playing uh, playing David will be uh, Harris Dickinson, and playing Kevin will be Zach Efron. That one, I feel like they nailed. I, I know, no cap. I feel like they nailed David. Pause. Um, yeah, David was very much cast well. Zach Efron, uh, it, it, all, all it's going to take for him to look like Kevin is a haircut. That's it. I, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you don't say he's too thrilled. I'm not gonna, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm going I'm to take your word for it. We're not going to argue about it. I'm going to just wait and see. Because right now, uh, <sighs> I'm gonna just wait. I'm gonna wait and see. It's just like uh, Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan. I just gotta see it. <laughs> like, th- I, yeah, like I just gotta see it because uh, I don't have any doubt that Chris Hemsworth will put the work in to physically look like Hulk Hogan. But it's also like this man's six eight, three hundred pounds. You can't manufacture that with a guy who's five nine, one seventy. That's that was exactly my uh, my stance on. Uh, 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 Jeremy Allen White playing Kerry Von Erich because Kerry Von Erich was was legitimately a foot taller than him. <laughs> so yeah, like I just I'm I can't I don't I, I remember I, I remember standing next to Kerry on accident at the Texas State Fair when I was probably 11, 12 years old and I was you know I was damn near six feet tall then I just was like damn like that. That brother was swole. Like these, these are these are physical specimens. Pause, and then with the with the aid of, uh, you know, gas and 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 hypodermic needles, you know. Hey yo, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like you know, we all know what the '80s was like. Um, well, cocaine is strange. Speaking of '80s and pro wrestling, um. Uh, a story, a story that actually highlights a lot of activity from the '80s in pro wrestling. For and from a modern day standpoint, heels is returning for season two, and the timing of stars and re- like the ending of certain shows and beginning of new shows. Like October the 9th is the date that heels is set to premiere for season two. That's uh, roughly two weeks from t- well, it's two weeks from this weekend. Yes. Okay. We are currently in season or episode, I believe, this week we episode seven of Power Book Three, season two. So they will have maybe one, one, maybe two weeks of overlap on Power, uh, the Book of Canaan, 
by the time Heels comes back on. And then when that ends, there's supposed to be another power season coming right behind it. Stars, stars got this thing under control, man. They, they're like, you, you're not about to get rid of this subscription this easy. Is there any truth to the shit about Fifty deciding to leave Power, or was that just like a gag uh, article? I don't know if he decided to leave Power, but he had a lot of smoke for Stars. No, no, I'm saying he's decided to take it, take everything from Stars. Uh, I don't know how much power he has to do that. I know he was he was talking about doing it, but I don't I don't know if he has that much stroke to do that because apparently. For, for the things that I've seen coming into the power and the BMF deal and the, and the power universe, as they, as they call it, this is a multi-year, multi-show uh, deal. And you can't just up and leave it because you feel there's a breach of contract. Not without having your, attor- your attorneys involved in mutual agreement. It's just like stars would be quicker to pull the plug on everything they have in their, in their uh, possession. And we'll never see the light of day. That's happened with networks before where whole shows have been done and we will never see any of them because they burned them at the stake. Mm-hmm. So I have... I, I would soon to believe... Oh. Wait a minute. This is brand new. This is within the last week. This is according to the good people over at allhiphop.com. Rapper uh, turned television Big Shot 50 Cent has announced his partnership with Stars has ended. Under the agreement with the network, he produced shows like Power, Power Book 2, Ghost, Book 3, Brazen Kingdom, Power Book 4, Force, and BMF. So there's still a Book 5 influence that has uh, 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 Councilman Tate. Yeah. That's gonna be the one. I'm, I'm calling it now. That's gonna be the best one. Is he that one right there? Is he you start going fucking to with politics? Please don't, bro. Is he going to BET? You may have lost don't me. Do this to me, I'm out. <laughs> nope. I'm, Not gonna fucking do it. Uh, I, I'm. Hold on. I'm. I'm interested to see where this leaves the remainder. This is uh, Deadline.com as a, as a headline. 50 Cent's Parts Ways with Stars. No Hard Feelings. See what I'm saying? What did you take, though? This We, we have to do some more digging on this because this is this is straight news. I'm sitting here giving a, a, a hell of an opinion. <laughs> right, because, I mean, is it like you're just taking, you're taking whatever hasn't gone into production yet are you taking whatever hasn't aired are you able to take anything from power period yeah i'm gonna say like so nine is is contract officially ended expired on 9 17 and uh okay i'll let you know where we're going shortly okay but he did shout out BET in a um, in, in an Instagram post. So, hey, 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 what if Fifty goes to Netflix? Listen, what if Fifty take the whole? Or assuming he can take the Power franchise, what if Fifty go to Netflix? Listen, because <laughs> that's look. I, I realize BET's Viacom, and they will drop a bag. G- g- on him to come to BET, but Netflix got that same bag. 
and will throw and will throw that bitch to get here, that type of content. Here is the the uh, the play as it relates to BET. Alright. If you end up on BET, you can end up anywhere affiliated with BET. That goes for MTV, that goes for Showtime, that goes for the movie channel, which nobody fucking watches. But mm, Showtime. Mm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, showtime. Mm, that's mm, that's rough. And you know that's a that's a real nice urban play because you got the shy. You have book four, which takes place in Chicago. You have there's uh, there's a new show called American Gigolo where one of the main characters from the Shy is also a main character on the American Gigolo. Hey Pete, what if? Because you know Fox is always looking for some shit. Nah, what if, bro. FX, what if FX just decides? You know what I'm saying? We're gonna book in. We're gonna book in Snowfall. I, I got Snowfall. Now we're gonna add fifty to it. Would like, you appreciate? No, you know what? It couldn't happen. Because most most of uh, the stars, well, what must stars? Most of the power shows are damn near an hour as is. In order to get a one hour show on TV, it only needs to be thirty eight to forty six minutes. The rest is advertising. You're gonna get. Are you gonna front load or back load or have completely sponsored programming where there are no commercials for an entire hour per week until you run out of this already pre pre uh, pre produced content? That could be a problem. Could be, but I'm sure everybody at the table will be willing to negotiate. Maybe you get, maybe if it's if it's for new content, you just get shorter episodes, or you know where where customarily we're getting like a a 10, 12 max episode season. You go more to the days of old TV where you're getting double that because the episodes are shorter. So you'll get thirty minute episodes. Stretch that over sixty minutes, right? I wouldn't appreciate that shit. I pay for whatever premium service I I had to to bypass all those fucking commercials because I don't want to see. Sh- no, I don't want to watch a show with us half commercials. I did that at the no. latter end of uh, of uh, Breaking Bad. Well, they had thirty eight minute episodes. Now I totally I totally agree that um, I wouldn't necessarily like it, but we're also talking about who's going to offer the biggest bag. So whoever offers the biggest bag and makes the most concessions will land 50 in his content, which is why I'm like fucking Netflix. Netflix will let you do whatever the fuck you want. They need the influx of subscribers. We've on numerous shows, we have documented how Netflix is losing the parts of the market share for ways that they're handling different things in the public space. They need some goodwill. They need an influx of subscribers you want to try to get it from the urban community this is how you do it there's that and then we and and then we have uh let's see here coming up on tv well it's and in some form or another so actually this past week on both dynamite and on rampage we saw respectively uh soraya aka formerly known as page debut for aew and on Dynamite, we saw well, sorry, Rampage rather, we saw for the first time on AEW television, first time on American television in a long time, the great Muda shows up with Green Mist to assist Sting against uh, the remaining members of House of Black. 
first off, welcome welcome back to TV, Soraya. It's good to see you there. Um, as awkward as it looked, it for everybody else involved, it was very good to see a new woman on a competitive space for AEW there. I just hate this another WWE transplant. Transplant. What was that? I mean, it, look, one she she got a hell of a pop, like super, super, super. She got an old shit for me, so yeah, that, I was I was welcome. Yeah, yeah, for real. I was not expecting that. So, like I said, AEW is still the worldwide leader in keeping secrets. <laughs> Boy. Um, I, <laughs> they're definitely the worldwide leader in keeping secrets. Um, I'm anxious to see if she's able to like wrestle for real. And this obviously with her coming out, she's not coming out with another person, so it's not like she's gonna be heading up a stable where she can't wrestle like previously um hopefully she's gonna be healthy wishing wish her nothing but the best um as far as this whole thing about not not caring for the fact that it's a uh, an ex wwe person look we've had this conversation on numerous occasions everybody at some point has has either tried to get to wwe or has passed through it whether it's being an extra including kenny omega in being Maxwell Jacob Friedman. There is not a person wrestling that has not tried to wrestle there. So let that shit go about, oh, he's an Just let that shit go. Let it just chill. Just fucking chill. No, nobody wrestles in one place their entire career unless you're Randy Orton. <laughs> or John and, Cena and had WCW yeah like had you yeah you come in the in the era of there's only one place to play then yeah of course you're gonna have some lifers but <laughs> the territory eras and all up and through that part you had places to go and sometimes it wasn't just because you were on bad terms you left to go freshen up go learn a new hold kid so you went from Dallas to Tennessee to Florida to California to Oregon, back to Kansas City, up to New York, and then back to Texas. <laughs> chill, just in chill. You doing too much. You you fucking up your own enjoyment trying to trying to throw these labels about WWE guy this that and the other. Shut the fuck up. You already ruined CM Punk for everybody. He ruined them for himself. You motherfucker. Nah, nah, no. Phil Brooks was being Phil Brooks. He ain't never been different. Uh, you ain't never seen him be different. You're right. Have you? You ain't. You he, ain't he, never he, seen he him be not, anybody he, other than what you got. If I, what, no matter whether it was uh, WWE, WWE, uh, what was it? WWE, CW, uh, whether it was. We didn't see it much in Impact or TNA. Um, whether it was AEW, whether it was new UFC, for the last fifteen years, what we what we saw was what we got. The same Facts. person, the same thing. So, so you're absolutely so right. So let 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 us stop playing and perpetrating as though even our he did something that we've never seen. Yeah, he's he, if he he didn't do anything that you've never seen him do before. Somebody somebody rubbed him the wrong way. You threw rocks. He had a machine gun. End of story. <laughs> he did nothing that I've never seen or expected. Phil Brooks has been Phil Brooks. 
But y'all felt like y'all had won the war when you got him to come back. And then within a year, it's all of a sudden, oh, we don't need him in here. We don't need that kind of energy. Well, what kind of fucking energy do you need? Because we talking about million dollar gates and million a million viewers every week. What kind of energy do you need? Now, on the flip side, though, Soraya and her social media presence, because her Twitch game was insane. Facts. And AEW now gets that at their disposal. They get the game of what it takes to, to have a Twitch channel like that at their disposal. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> like you, can, you, can, you, 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 you are the blueprint of, t- of teaching girls how to use their their uh, their sensuality and their sexuality to the, to monetary gain without whoring yourself out in the process. It's perfect. Uh, on the flip side, as we uh, as we as we as we sh- bring this one down to a close, shut it down if you will. Great Muda shows up in a match. Uh, it was Sting, YFN Darby versus uh, Buddy Matthews and uh, uh, Brody King. In this match, we saw Sting, the back of Sting's head, crack a table that was not supposed to be in play. When you crack a table that's not supposed to be in play and it's still standing, that is a problem. We saw Julia Hart. We saw her head destroy a piece of a table when the entire table probably should have been broken. We also saw Darby Allen yet again completely gashed open with a gash so bad that it required staples to get closed. And to, to his credit, he said, quote, it was worth it. I, I love my family. I love what I do. I love my my friends who are family. And I can't think of a one of them in an environment that is controlled. And I throw that in air quotes in which I would want to crack my head open to the proverbial white meat and want staples to show for my efforts. Why are we still doing this to Darby Allen and 60 plus year old Sting? Why are we still doing this? And oh, all this to show that Great Muda and Sting will be tangling for Muda's final match in January 2023 in Japan. Why are we still doing this, Swaff? I, I don't I don't know. And I, I really don't know. The fact that you have no words tells me everything that I need to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're still doing a lot of stuff. Get well to all those involved. Show up BrokenPistolBC.com, BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com. That's at BrokenPistolBC on all things social, at BrokenPistolBC on what? Everything. 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 Uh, We'll figure this thing out. Um, Yeah, we'll figure this thing out. Shit. When you hear us, when you, when you hear us, uh, well, we got we got shit coming up though. We don't forget like, stay tuned. Soon we got a return with Keith Elliott Greenberg. We got D'Lo Brown, not like today, but like in the, in the near future. It's tournament time. We got some dope ass tournaments for you. Uh, in the meantime, Suave, take us to the house. Pencil pushes, heads up, pencils down. What you funk? Yes. It's 
worst podcast we've ever even worse than the last one I guess it would be no, way worse than the last one oh yeah way bad. worse bad bad terrible 